Welcome back to another episode of the Cast Patrol podcast. We're privileged enough to be joined by another special guest today, one of the OGs of the rugby league content creation space, Isaac John, aka Ice, former rugby league player, now founder, entrepreneur of YKTR Brands. Ice, how are we today? Good, bro. Thanks for having me on. Been watching you guys do your thing and uh, followed a few of your bits. I don't think any of them just come through, but uh, <laughs> grateful, grateful. Yeah. Take some wins when you can get them. Yeah, I know. I love that. So, yeah. Thanks for having me on, boys. You must be the curse, I reckon, jumping on our beds and that loser. <laughs> I'm bad luck, bro. So <laughs> yeah, when, I think you're the bad luck. Yeah. So, look, when I bet on my own, um, I like, and I hide my bets on Dabble, like, um, they go good, man. And like, yeah. <laughs> but when I, a lot of my um, specials have come through recently, so that's sort of pretty cool to do. But yeah. not a line of Dabble anymore, so yeah, it's yeah. all good. So sorry, boys, I'm out. Recently, but it's so hard when the pressure's on, like people like copying your bets and like it just everything goes wrong, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't mind that. It was just it got to a point where like people were sending me how much they were putting on, okay, and oh, really? I was just going. Dylan Edwards. <laughs> there was no thought process yeah. behind mine because that's how I get it. was just a vibe yeah. bet. Yeah, where you guys are like, like stats. stats. Heavy, yeah. yeah, we yeah. love our stats. And that makes sense. Like yeah. stats make sense. So like um, like if I was to bet with my own money and it wasn't anyone was mm. looking, I'd be stat driven. Yeah. But I kind of fell into the narrative like I'd rather just hit a home run and yeah. I'd rather yeah. have a story that people remember instead of winning, here's a $2 fucking favourite. So yeah. like, oh, it's, it's that, it's that big final score. Yeah. Like, yeah, like a $30 multi, you know, yeah. go hard or go home. Alex Johnson left side. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to be all right. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. All right, let's, let's go back to your early life. Were you always interested in rugby league? Is it always something you wanted to do to be a professional athlete? Uh, my dad was my coach. So um, he loved rugby league, hated rugby union, which was kind of rare in New Zealand. Um, but yeah, he, we kind of just got forced into it. Very much like um, played since I was five. I was the ball boy for the local club side. My dad coached the premier side as well. Um, so just always around footy. And yeah, it was pretty cool. Like just I come from a really small town. So gave us something to do, bro. And it was just fun. Filled up our time. Training Tuesday, Thursday. Um, hanging around the football field Saturday. Play Sunday. Do you remember what age you started? Were you five, like five, five, six. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Really young. Base. Yeah. And like me and like I talk about Quaid quite a bit. So me and Quaid. Uh, went to kindergarten together and from five to six we always played league together my dad was always our coach Ooh. yeah nice. who was yeah. better were, were you better? I was um he will he'll happily say this and like <laughs> you're probably gonna micro clip this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he he would have said that i would have been the better player probably about up until 16 and then um he was always flashy we had a couple really cool side steppers in our hometown and like you know benji steps where everyone jumps up and he was kind of like the first guy we had a guys that used to do those types of steps too and like we kind of looked up to those guys um when we were young and we played a lot of touch and shit and yeah. Quaid was sort of always influenced by those people where my dad was a little bit um, more he was hard on both of us to be fair because Quaid was always at my house mm. so like fuck you had to go get the firewood with me or if I had to mow the lawn like he gets in ground if I'm in trouble he's in trouble too and <laughs> that's just how we grew up <laughs> yeah. so my dad was hard on both of us for a sporting sense but we hardly ever lost too which really helped in life to be honest like if you don't lose games from 5 to 16 like you, you expect to win so some pretty cool things to have. Yeah, yeah. I've, always, I've always um wanted to see Quaid in league. 
Like, how do you think he would have went? He would have gone good. Like, he signed yeah. that deal. He's had a handshake agreement with Parramatta. Yeah. Mm. He talked about it on my podcast one time. But he would have had to come, like, a little bit earlier because in Union, they go, fuck, there's so much space there. And it's like when you go from 13 to play nines over in Auckland, you're like, fuck, there's going to be heaps of space. But, you, like, there's no time. Like, space and time, very different things. So, mm. um, and in saying that, he would have to make 25 to 36 tackles playing at halfback. Yeah. So, he doesn't, he doesn't make that in... Probably hasn't made that in his career. In <laughs> <laughs> um, so it takes an element of fatigue, but I do think he could have transferred over yeah. quite easily. Yeah. And he's got a bigger boot than, mm. besides right now, probably besides Matty Burden. Um, yeah. A lot of left footers really? can hit him pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, but you just got to think, Union, you spend more time kicking the ball, so you spend more time practicing, there's more reps, and you just hit him like a little bit sweeter. Did you yeah. ever go to the dark side? Where no, I wasn't allowed to. wasn't allowed to. My dad said, just, oh. you're not allowed to play rugby. Wow, but, um, <laughs> it's very rare, isn't it? Especially in New Zealand. Like, like It's kind of weird. So league. we're in the Waikato. All the smaller towns outside of Hamilton um, play rugby league. So like Huntley, Narawahia, we're a small town too. So they're more blue-collary <laughs> league towns. <laughs> um, but yeah, some like guys we played against were like Sean Kenny Dow and, and stuff like that. So um, we played them in grand finals and stuff. It was cool. Nice. How did... Um, the NRL come about New Zealand Warriors was that just working through the grades and eventually it came through or I signed that power okay. as a junior um, they watched me play a couple games had a contract there um, come over and that's where I first met a scope actually um, stayed at his house and um, he was just turned 18 so those boys are going out and me and this fellow used to just sit in the room and I was like <laughs> Didn't even know who he was. Didn't know, <laughs> didn't know fucking Jared Hain. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was yeah. just like, me and him were just talking to me. He was talking about girls back in fucking Minto. <laughs> um, and I was just like, oh. And I, like, I didn't know who he was. I knew his name was Jared. And then literally yeah. the year after, we were about 16, 17. He's debuting. And then he's playing for Australia in, in 06. And obviously been for a bit of drama and shit now. But like at the time, I was just like, what the fuck? This is crazy. <laughs> so I got there. Um, and then 20s. I played the first year of um, 20s. So I was turning 20 that year, 2008, mm. and Warriors, someone else got a three-year contract out of school. So I ended up leaving Parramatta. They had um, Hawkinson and Chris Keating was like the superstar yeah. kid. Yeah, um, Everyone used to just talk about him. And um, so I knew my pathway there was blocked and Parramatta always had the best juniors. It, it would have been the equivalent of Penrith, Penrith now. Mm. Like their SG ball side, probably about... 14 of them went on to go play NRL, like T-Rex, Tim Manor, Hain. Like they, they were crazy. stacked. Yeah. And I didn't know who these guys were. <laughs> I'll just come over from New Zealand and I was like, yeah. fuck, these guys are big. Yeah. Um, but yeah, all those guys sort of come through. Went to Warriors. We had a really good side, really good coaching with Ivan. Um, and just, yeah, I don't know. I always wanted to do it. I swore it was my way out. But um, yeah, my mum gave me like, you either work in the mill, which everyone does in our hometown, go to university, or league was my third option. Mm, like, there's wow. no internet or anything. <laughs> there was internet, but there wasn't like you can go be an influencer, go start a podcast. Yeah, yes. <laughs> it wasn't like that. Yeah, <laughs> these are your three options. I'm like that one looks fun. I'm off. <laughs> did you have any NRL players you looked up to growing up as a kid? Like, did you watch footy? Joey on Joey. TV. Yeah, loved Joey it. Joey Johns. Yeah, everything. Like yeah. Friday to Sunday, watch all the games. I was right into yeah. it. Um, yeah, I probably watched too much of it to be fair. Used You're to like have us. <laughs> every game. <can't> <laughs> oh yeah? yeah, yeah, every single game. And like now, like because I'm back traveling and like we don't have YKTR sports show and stuff anymore. I hardly watch football. Like I, I like I enjoy the big games, like Origins, obviously yeah. coming around. Yeah. But love a little Thursday night special because there's nothing else to do. Yeah. But yeah, I just like. Mm. I don't know, you just float in and out. Yeah, 100%. Uh, let's talk about your rugby league career. So you debuted in 2009 against Roosters, mm. playing 5'8". 
Tell us the, the week before that. What was going through your head? Were you shooting it? Um, it was kind of weird. So like the week before, so the week before, like I had a really good twenties year. Like we should have won. We, we should have won it. We got done in the semis against Broncos. Was basically like Benny Hunt and all those boys. Now, um, they had a really good. So I got done on the whistle, but we should have won. And I always play well in twenties. And the bigger the games got, I always played better. And um, so I moved into NRL, debuted uh, that game, and it was cool. But the thing, the sort of surreal moment for me is when I saw my name on the team list. So yeah. they call them Teamless Tuesdays now. <laughs> I don't think it was as like a thing back then, but I remember my name being there, and like I was six, and they had like Manu Vatuvai and like Stacey Jones. Oh. So like Stacey Jones was big for us growing up in New Zealand. Like yeah. he was kind of like the equivalent of Sean Johnson now. Um, so, and even though I trained with those guys the whole year, that was just kind of like the surreal moment for me. But yeah, I don't know. It was cool. Like, yeah, I enjoyed it because like you sort of, you spend your whole life working to this one game yeah. mm. and you put a lot of pressure on it. Um, but yeah, I think I played like 65, 70 minutes, oh. set up a pretty, pretty cool try. Yeah. So I was pumped. <laughs> and when you're young, when you're young, bro, you care about getting matches, yeah. people recognizing you. And then like, bro, I didn't like, I didn't play that great. Like looking back, but I set up a try. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm looking off the field. I think we just won. I'm like, yeah, fuck, I'm back in next <laughs> That's what I thought it was, bro. That's I made it, made it. Was yeah. there any players like on the field in that first game that you looked at and go, Oh, Mason, oh. Mace was playing. Um, Mace. Mace was playing okay. second row on oh. my side. Oh, so he, oh, was, he was running at you. Yeah, he was <laughs> running at me. And I remember my first, um, one of my first runs, like he was slow on a retreat and like we used to call it, the overcall was hot. So I was like, hot, yeah. hot, hot. And I tried to like skin him on the outside and he turned and grabbed me and almost just like dragged me out and like he corked <laughs> my leg straight away. This is the first five minutes and I'm just going, Welcome like, to Mason just dragged me out. I've got a cork now. This is going to start hurting <laughs> 10 minutes. Yeah. And you're on their debut. So it was, it was weird to sort of look across and see someone like even now when people see Mace they're like fuck this Willie Mason yeah but he was like playing football then too yeah. and you had to he go was tackle like the man him back then you know yeah but that was cool so what was the proper question what was the original any question? players that pretty much answered it. any players that stood out on the field looking up on that day on that yeah, day that was, Willie Mason yeah we, we ended up beating him but um yeah, he was like the one guy we were scared of. <laughs> Do you know what's fucking funny? I was um, we were in Bondi the other day, and it was me and Simi and Sam Burgess walked past. Oh. And like Simi's a big dude, and like obviously I know Sam, but like Sam had like that much on Simi. Oh yeah, a little bit taller, Shit. and like um, he's a nice dude. I was talking to him, whatever. And he walked away, and I go, "Fuck!" I remember when I used to play that kind of just so scared of him. And like we're like three, four days apart yeah. in age. Oh wow! Because I remember when he pumped Fui back in the day, <laughs> and he was like, "He's 18 years old. He's born in December." I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck does this is?" But he was kind of like the one guy, Sammy, that when, um, like, say we play Rabbitohs, we'd run out first, and I'd stand up at the front where the halves stand, and like he'd just walk out, and they were prime time Rabbitohs too. And his head's so big, he's just a scary man. And just got that big strut, and then he'd run out like that, and then you got fucking GI walking straight behind him. And just like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad when you're on there, but you're just but yeah. like, oh, yuck. This is yeah. going to be a yuck day. It's um, going to be a long 80 But he was, he was kind of like the guy where I used to be fearful of. Um, Jared was another one. But probably when we played JT mm. in yeah. his prime, he, he carved us one time and he had the Fox mic on that. Oh, oh my <laughs> yeah, I so remember that one. He's just yeah. a legend. Yeah. You've seen that one? Yeah, He's like, yeah, I've got spiders on me. Right, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was against us. I think he did. Yeah. How do you um, reflect on your time with the Warriors? Like any moments that... 
stand out? It's hard. It just it's like it was fun. So yeah. I went from high school to there, and I left there when I was like twenty one. Yeah. So it's like someone's equivalent of university, and your brain's not developed then. Mm. So you get thrown into first grade, hanging around grown men with money. They're showing you things that you probably shouldn't be seeing, but you learn that early. So you pick up sort of good habits and bad habits. But it was just like like an education for life for me. Yeah. And you got to play a few games, and you don't really learn your lessons there. You, where you're <laughs> like, fuck, why am not why am I not playing well? And you're out for fucking two nights on the piss and you get on the Tuesday. Yeah. You can't sort of piece those together when you're at that age. So, but it was fucking fun. Met some pretty cool people. Um, I think when you go into first grade training straight off the bat, you have to grow up pretty quickly. Yeah. And back then, it wasn't like mm. now where you can, a young dude can go in and like say whatever. Like you just do what you're told or like someone will slap in your back of your head. <laughs> like it's a hierarchy system, but it like teaches you like discipline. So You really good. had to earn your stripes, didn't you? Yeah. Then. And especially if you, if you hadn't played first grade or then if you start to play first grade, like you can't really say shit to you like 50 mm. games. Or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I never made that. So, but I, I was vocal anyway. Who shit. was the dominant <laughs> figures at the Warriors when you were there? Oh, so like when I first got there, we had Ruben Wiki. So like, yeah, it's, it's kind of weird because we, like it's an, like a lot of Islander kids. A lot of Islander kids wouldn't like listen to an Aussie bloke. You know what I mean? They would, but they'll like backstab him and like Tongan or whatever. <laughs> so Rubes was like the head figure there. So you can't fuck up. And it, like he wouldn't do anything to you, but you, he just had so much respect in, in that mm. locker room. You just could not let him down. Like, and he, like if you've done something wrong, he'll come around and like try and like father you or big brother you back to there. But he was sort of like the dominant figure. For us, and then Stacy come back too. So yeah. you're not really telling him what to do. <laughs> <laughs> no, no chance. Yeah. No it's like Joey coming in, like yeah. back to Newcastle. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he wants the ball. Yeah, you can have it. <laughs> Just if you don't want it, but swing it this way. I've got a wide four. We're on. <laughs> and then uh, in 2011, you made the move to Wakefield in the Super League. Yeah. What was the thought process behind that decision? Uh, a week before the grand final, so all three of our grades made grand final. So I think it was my second year out of 20s. Um, played my first. Oh, maybe my third year out of 20s. Like, I went through this run where we won five games in a row and I was a starting halfback. Okay. Um, so I was, like, all about, like, <laughs> yeah. this, this is the guy. And we ended up playing Penrith. And um, I took a run down the blind side and Petro Seven Deceiver dived at my leg and done my ACL. Oh, um, yeah, out of everyone you want to Petro dive at your leg, he's Petro. literally the last one. He was at marker, bro, and I was like, oh, sweet, perfect. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then, like, I tried to, like, pick it up and goosey him. And as I goosied, he just oh. dived, bro, and just went tink. Fuck. And I oh. ended up trying to play on it for a bit longer. But I had that injury. And then the next year... Um, Maloney got suspended round one and oh, I was like, we need you back in the team anyway because I had a good run before, mm. just caught back from injury and we played the West Tigers round two. But he, um, I had a, I sprained my ankle in like the first five minutes. So like, I was just like, oh. And then I didn't get back in uh, to first grade. I think it was my last game at the Warriors actually. Because wow. I had eight weeks out and then I went back into reserve grade. I was like the captain of there, which basically means you're not getting back in first grade. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're <laughs> They're like, I oh, so you're the captain. I was like, no, no, no. I've got to get, <laughs> gotta get out of here. <laughs> yeah. And the funny thing was our coach at the time, Richie Blackmore, he plays very much how teams play now. Like it was a way ahead of its time. So I played 13, but you know how Nathan Cleary controls the middle part of the field now. Yeah, yeah. And he, I, we played like that. So I had the 13 yeah. on you're my like back. Almost like, no, nah, but we had forwards that... Yeah. <laughs> but we had, you weren't doing the running. <laughs> yeah, we had forwards that were passing me and the six and seven would only hang out wide. Okay. So at the start of the year, I was playing like six or seven. I was hanging out wide and I'm like, fuck this. I'm stuck on one side of the field. Yeah. Like I want to control the whole field. But we ended up playing like that. But fuck, sorry, I've lost the first original question. Oh, going to Wakey. Yeah. So all of our teams made the grand finals, 20s, Reggie's, um, first grade, 2011. Yeah. Um, 
we all went down, I think. I think the 20s won. But the week before, Bluey McLennan come in, before the grand finals is on the Wednesday, he goes, let's go for a coffee. He's like, yeah, sweet. Let's talk about next year because he was coming in and uh. Ivan was leaving. And he goes, oh, there's not going to be a spot for you here next year. And oh, I still had two oh. years on my contract. Wow. So mad prep before a grand final anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's what you want. And he goes, I know there's a couple of teams over in England that are keen on you. And he just goes, I think it'll be a good option because I don't think you're first grade material here. I was oh, like, oh, oh yeah, shit. sweet. Um, so signed at Wakefield. They offered the most money, so I went there. <laughs> um, but I had a. I started off well, and then I remember I got dropped from Richard Agar, who's the Warriors assistant now. Okay. Uh, and like he said, he dropped me, and the boys just played well. Um, probably not because I was out of the team. The team just seemed to grow at yeah. the right time, and I was just a circumstance of that. And I probably didn't take it that well. Sort of just. Dropping my lip and shit, but like he'd proper treat me like shit too. Oh, okay. Like he'd have me in his office, and the way he used to talk to me, I wouldn't cop it now because I'm like a grown man. But at the time, I was like 21, 22, and like yeah. you're over there on the other side of the world, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't know how to communicate with guys like that and guys who talk yeah. down to you in, in, in that way. But all he was doing, bro, and I understand this in business now, he's just trying to smoke me outside the club. Yeah. Mm. So if you're in trouble at work and you get sent away and you come back, here's your KPIs that you can't hit. So legally we can get rid of you. Okay. So that's all he was trying to do. Yeah. I understand that now, but he'll make me train like the earliest times in the morning. Um, he gave me like the shittish jobs, like go run into the Ford pack and duck your head. <laughs> he had all these random fucking things he's got me doing. And like the thing was, it actually made me stronger though. Because he'd flog me in the morning. Um, then I had to be around for training all day and do all the shit stuff like that. Um, but I actually just got fitter and fitter and fitter. And I stopped drinking and I ended up getting fit as fuck. <laughs> um, and then we, we come back and Ivan ended up just saying, oh, do you want to come back to Penrith? Like I know you can play. And then just kind of hinder back there, bro. Yeah, right. That yeah. was always the goal that while you were there, right, to get back to the NRL? Oh, I was kind of thinking like I, I could park up here pretty easily. Um, mm. I had a girlfriend at the time and like I was getting paid good money and I was kind of starting into reading and I read like Rich Dad, Poor Dad at the time. So yeah. I was looking around at properties I could flip <laughs> <laughs> and the houses were over there nice. pretty cheap. So I was, I was thinking along those lines pretty quickly. Um, but in 2013, we had a World Cup for Cook Islands, and I would have been like 23 at the time. I thought it was old. Um, and I remember, guy, I'm just going to do my best for the World Cup because I want to play for Cook Islands. Yeah. And after that, whatever happens, happens. Like, I don't really care about football any, as much as I used to. Um, I'm just going to dip out. But because Agar and that were flogging me so much, I ended up getting really fit. And when I come back to NRL, I was, I was like, ready. He just would not give me another chance. He oh, goes, yeah. I don't care who's who goes down. Oh, wow. He named like five players and like two of them were like back rowers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So basically he's just going like that and just goes, oh, get out. Shit. So yeah, Jeez. like oh, I look yeah. back on it like funny now, but Jackson, he used to work here. He's like the main media guy. Though. I was like, fuck, what's that? Ago? Like, what's he up to now? <laughs> what's he doing? I'd love to cross paths with him again. Uh, yeah, did he just not like you as a person? No, or like, he didn't like your game? Like. Um, no, like he's actually like a good coach and a good guy when you're on his side. But I think what he was trying to do was um, just like, because I was on good money too. So all he was, like I said before, he's just trying to get me out. And I didn't yeah. understand then at the time. I was like, fuck, why yeah. this can't talk to me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So from the time you did play, what was the difference between NRL and Super League? Uh, it, like everyone In terms of like gameplay and like... Was it more free flowing? Is it harder? Quality? Yeah, it was like the good thing about Super League, and I was thinking about this the other day where, and they would hate to hear this, like I think it almost should be like a development system for the NRL. So anyone who's kind of playing and like from 21 squad numbers from 21 to 25 over here, go spend a, a year over there because one, you play on like 
people that actually care about the club. So mm. you're playing for the Wiggins, Warringtons, like they've got rich history, but you play so many games, bro. So over Easter, like we played three games in seven days. Really? Yeah. So we played on a Friday, Easter Friday, Easter Monday, and then we had a Friday night game. Jesus. And you'll hear NRL players talk about, oh, we had to play like three games in two weeks. Yeah. Like, but you play a lot of games. Um, it's not as intense, the defense, so you learn to attack. And then um, you, you like the, quali- the quality is good because it's going to be better than like a Q Cup and people actually care. Mm. You know what I mean? So I always think it's a good development system. And you see guys like Jackson Hastings and someone like a Brady Croft over there. He's probably someone who, who could come back yeah. now. Because he's not getting peppered by the fucking media too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, you can make a mistake and yeah. you're not in the back of the paper or fans aren't hating you. Yeah. So um, that was that was kind of a cool thing. It was very much attack orientated. But um, the game at that time was very different now. So ball playing 13 was kind of rare. Back you as like ultimate luxury. It was very much like sevens on the ball. Yeah. So I used to play seven or six. So you get first receiver, you just get on the ball straight away. Because the D's are spun as as advanced. Yeah, you mentioned um, Cook Islands twenty thirteen World Cup. How was that experience? Sick. It was yeah. like it was like <laughs> it was like a, it was like a Bucks trip. <laughs> 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 so we had like five boys get arrested. Yeah, what? it was loose, bro. It was oh, loose. Yeah. What? What they do? Oh, everything. Oh, like, just bro, we were drunk the whole time, man. It was so much well, fun. Who were some of the players in that? Cook Na- Dylan Arpa, Jordan Rapana, Brad Tuckerangi. Okay, um, a good time. we had a pretty good side. Yeah. John O'Ford. Um, like at the time I was kind of like the senior most like like I was playing yep. pretty good first grade at the time yeah I actually got I would have made the Kiwis that year because um, you know they always had the backup half that plays against PNG or something yeah. like that <laughs> um, I was meant to be that guy because um, Tommy Luluai was out injured yeah and, and I was playing better than Matt at the time um, but I go oh, and I would have got 40k too but I was like oh, I'm loyal to cookies and they oh. they stuck by I like I we helped them get them into the World Cup, and, and you I want to play, play for every them. game as well, you know. Yeah, so yeah, good. yeah. That's what I mean. And how did Cook Islands go? Uh, no, we <laughs> <laughs> too much piss. <laughs> yeah, nah. So we played USA first. We should have beat them, but we were out on. We didn't beat USA. Oh no! They, oh, no. Say no more. <laughs> <laughs> USA, bro, and like, um, like um, Joseph Paulo was playing their five A. And we looked at the stats after the game. They completed at 95% or something. Stupid, bro. They had no one. (laughs) Like, we probably couldn't pass the ball. That's why they completed it. They seemed to work. It was just one of those games, bro. No matter how hard, you know, the same when you're in quicksand, the harder you try, the quicker you sink. It felt like that. But in saying that, we were on the piss the night before. So we thought we were going to roll them. Um, We lost. (laughs) And then five days later, we played Tonga, which is basically the Tongan side now. They had like Tomalolo Sikamani, who was the captain. Had everyone, Scary. and but um, we should have beat him. And Jordan Rapana dropped the ball over the line. Oh. So, and like I played like one of my best games I've ever played against Tonga because I was wow. just so big, bro, mm. and they were so tight. I was just stripping them with kicks and shit like that. I yeah. seen the highlights package the other day. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> but like they had Tupo, they had everyone, bro. And um, Takarangi put Jordan Rapana over. He had the ball in his hand, and he went to go turn the corner. Over the oh. trial and it just slips out. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. you know Jordan's um, got one of those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like the try fails. It, that yeah. one. Yeah, is that he's one? on that, bro. Really? It is. And in that, in that game, one of our players, Sam Motora, he played the ball backwards. Oh, <laughs> facing the wrong. Yeah, goal. he played the ball to the marker. <laughs> <laughs> How good is that? It's yeah. actually crazy. You lose the USA and you nearly beat Tonga. <laughs> nearly beat Tonga, and then we played Wales, which was like Frizzell in it. Um, yeah. We pumped them. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. That good. Uh, but you talk about 2013 being a good year for you. One of the games we have to talk about it. Round 10, 2013 versus your former team, Warriors. Yeah. You can know where I'm going with this one. 
What ha- happened? Scored a hat trick. <laughs> <laughs> a, ch- a cheeky little hat trick. SpongeBob and hat trick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was cool. It was like the week before we played Melbourne. It was my first game back, and like, yeah, you're in. Like, we know you're going to do a good job. And I'm like, can you throw me in against an easier team? We're <laughs> <laughs> going against Storm. I obviously got the big three in that, and we beat him. We're paying. Fuck, speaking of odds, we're paying $11 to one. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. Jesus. So, yeah, um, we beat them that day. So we had a bit of confidence and then play the Warriors. And the cool thing about that game was, like, all that times in England when, when um, Agar was just, like, treating me like shit and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. And, like, he was, like, my chip on shoulder at the time. And then Blue McLennan said I wasn't good enough to play first grade. Went back and played the Warriors and we pumped them by, like, 60 and I scored a hat trick. Yeah. I was just kind of like your that. motivation, eh? Yeah, it was kind of like a full circle moment in, like, a year and a half. Like, I didn't hang my hat on it or anything, but mm. it was one of those moments that I reflect back on now when I've gone into business. Because I was doing everything right off the field, you get those sort of moments and then... Obviously, you get comfortable playing first grade and you start going back out again. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but that was cool. Like, it was cool. Um, and the thing is, I don't remember it. Like, it's a thing called state of flow where um, when you're in flow, like, time goes like that. You know what I mean? And it was one of those things, like, if people don't remind me about it or you often see the highlights and people know who I am now, so they'll tag me in it. Like, it's probably something I just would have let go because I've let go of my football career. Yeah. Mm. Um, but at the time, like, I don't remember a part of the game, which was weird. 100%. Uh, so when you were in the Panthers system, there was a young kid called Nathan Cleary in the juniors. Yeah. Did, was he the hype? Was he the hype of the town? Was there talk no. about him? No. Did they know he was going to be the next big thing? A hard thing about Nathan, a uh, weird thing about Nathan for me was, it's like when I was at the Warriors, he was like six or seven. So yeah. He was a ball boy. Wasn't he? Yeah. He, <laughs> no, he, 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 like, he, I think he was about nine or ten, so he was like, too cool to be the yep. ball boy. Oh, yeah. So we used to walk in and he used to just like throw his brother around Jetty on the mats and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, it was weird. Like, cause that's how I remember Nathan. And then even like in my last year and a bit, um, leaving the Panthers, like it's probably more so about Jerome, I reckon. Okay. And, oh, yeah. Man. So they used to, their schools used to train off our first grade side sometimes where we used to do those club nights. And I remember Jerome really sticking out to me. And the reason why he stuck out to me was, um, one, he was like confident as fuck and he had a great skill set. Basically how he Still plays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically how he plays now. He was doing that when he was like 15, okay. 16. He would do kick catch and he'd be putting up torpies and <laughs> shit like that. But the thing I remember about Jerome the most that day was he was the last one out on the field. And it's different when you're first grade and you've got all these young kids hanging around. You're like, fuck, get me out of here. I don't want to hang around these kids. Um, but like, I remember that so clearly that he was the last one out the field and him and Trent Barrow were working on really basic stuff like early catch, like screwing up a skipping across and putting a kick in and if you see the way he plays now it's yeah but i remember my first game watching nathan and he was an sg boy at the time and um i remember i've sprained him because he didn't say anything <laughs> up until half time and i was not even the coach of mm. sg ball like he shouldn't even be in there <laughs> but he goes are you gonna start talking but the thing i remember him about that game was like he didn't really stand out or anything but just one of his kicks from the sideline like the way he kicked it, the way it sounded, they just hit it so flush mm. that it just went over. And then he tra- um, trained against us for the 20s and we done an opposed session. And like if you, if you look at Nathan's game right now, you wouldn't go, there's anything super flashy about it. He was very much similar to that. He was still tuning in that. But we done like a, we used to call it like an arm wrestle where you'll play for 20 minutes and you just be in the grind. And, like, we had a decent side. Like, we had Campbell Gillard, like, um, Fisher Harris. Yeah. We, we had a good reserve grade side. And I remember they outgrinded us in an arm wrestle and it was based off his kicking. Okay. So it, it wasn't like he was a standout kid and he ended up being that standout kid. 
But as a halfback, there was two things that I noticed. And I was playing halfback for the reserve grade yeah. time and I'd play for the Kiwis. And <laughs> <laughs> you knew. Yeah, he, he, like, he outplayed me in that yeah, right. oppose. So he's I was already checked out, to be fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I've got some excuses here. Yeah. Um, but like, I remember that and I was like, oh, he's going to be all right. I didn't know he was going to be this, yeah. but, but I knew he's, he's definitely a first grader. But he could go on to immortality. Yeah, yeah for now sure. he can. Yeah, fucking crazy. crazy. <laughs> for sure. All right, we'll talk about life post-footy now. YKTR, how did that all come about and was it always a plan sort of after footy that you wanted to get into? Um, I always got, I always felt weird when people just called me like a football player. Like I, I kind of felt like, I don't know, I just didn't want to get stereotyped in a certain way. And I was the most stereotypical football player there was. was could you bav, chasing girls. <laughs> <laughs> Corey Norman was my best mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we can see, you can see what we're doing, but we just lived together at the time. Yeah. And um, we just kind of na- we just kind of felt like people gravitated towards us no matter where we were, yeah. and like we could go to Bali and like we just always found people sort of gravitated to us and went to America for like four or five weeks and um, we just always seemed to have this good time and, and um, it was weird at the time but we used to just say you know the rules was kind of just like a little catchphrase mm. at the time very much like a let's try it or some yeah. shit like that yeah. you know the rules was just ours but we used to hyphen at YKTR so like if a girl was hot. Like we'd be like YKTR, right now. <laughs> and that's all it was. Or like it was, in group chats, would you be like YKTR? No, straight on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we'll tag, we'll tag the boys. Um, yeah. But basically, our house, um, mm. our group chat was called YKTR, okay. and oh. it still is. It's still the same group chat, and I think it's still the same fucking photo. That's and it's just yeah. me, Chico, and Norm in it. But at the time, I'd read about a hundred books. Mm. Um, and then started with sports biographies and got really into self-development and started reading about businesses and stuff like that. But um, Nate Miles was a pretty important part for me because at the time he'd owned a few F45s. Yep. And he was talking about Zane Rob at the time. And like Zane Rob were like big dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was on the phone to Leif Tissatoni, who was the owner at the time. And I've got to meet Leif now. But um, he's like, what are you up to? He goes, no, nah, I'm just taking off to LA for like a couple of weeks and got a bit of work over there, but we'll catch up when we get back. Like, Fuck, Sweet. that sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I like. That's, that was kind of the reason why I started like a clothing brand. Like I saw those guys doing what they were doing. And I'm like, fuck. I used to go into General Pants and go, fuck, we can make that t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, that was kind of the start of it. And the other part was like, I just didn't want to work for anyone else. I was over football, but didn't want to work for anyone else. So it's just the name of our group chat. Yeah, wow. and it's pretty common now, like oh, like Cast Patrol. Like. Well, that's how I started. We were we always used to say Cast, like oh, our horse is Cast. Pretty what much. does that mean? It means we're, fucked, pretty much. Because like when you're punting, you hear the commentator like if your horse is like Cast three wide, the commentator yeah. will be like, oh, when Shitakwa's Cast three wide, yeah, it means like you're Cast, cast like you're, you're gone. gone. Yeah. So it's sort of been so like every, that. Like, oh, oh, Cast away. Yeah, not yeah cast exactly. Yeah. Or you see something, yeah. be like, oh, that's Cast, like that's yeah. shit. You know, really heard it. Like you wake up, oh, I'm feeling Cast this morning. And one yeah. night, it was probably just before the COVID lockdowns, we just were in Jimmy's front room and he's got <laughs> younger brothers. They got all army equipment. Yeah. And for some oh, reason, sure. we're like, let, let's just put on like toy guns. And we're just like putting them in. I'm like, oh, this is like full cast. We're like the cast patrol. <laughs> and we're like, cast patrol. And then we put on the story and we just made a joke. Oh, we're the cast patrol. Now private stories. Yeah. And people are like, that's actually not a bad name. So it just stuck it's with stuck. us, cast patrol. Yeah, same thing. Crazy. And, yeah. Yeah. and that was it. So when we decided to do the pod and everything, we're like, what's the name? Easy cast patrol. Yeah, and so we used to make t-shirts, and they had white because we used to go out all the time, and mm. like we just wanted to rock something that we rocked, and mm. like we were kind of fun at the time, and people loved hanging around with us. Yeah, it was weird. Like, like it was unique at the time, but right now it's like fuck, everyone does it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's weird how something transitions from just like you said, like a joke and something you say in the friends group to like now everyone says YKZI and the associations 
Ice, Seggy, Norman. Yeah. Like it's just, and the clothing brand that accentuates it all. Yeah, and it kind of like drifted all the way out to sports and now it's come all the Crazy. way back in. But the funny thing was, I remember seeing it in like letter form for the first time on a t-shirt. Mm. And I was like, fuck, that kind of looks cool together. Like, I don't know what it was, but there was this little moment I looked at it and I was like, oh, there's something in this. And like, I, I can see that sort of stuff now with people or businesses. Uh, maybe it's like a talent or whatever it is, but I remember at the time, like I felt a type of way about it that I'll just go, I just need to move in this direction. So that's all it was, bro. How many yeah. years has it been gone for? Like Kakia? six or seven. So okay. we like our proper, like at that time, that would have been like 2015, we were just fucking around doing nothing. Yeah. Uh, we just, that was just the name of our group chat. But I got over football and I was just like, I want to have a crack at this clothes thing. And the boys yes. were keen airs and mm -hmm. threw in like, we think we threw in like 5K each. We, we At the time, yeah. we thought yeah. it was like huge money. Um, but yeah, it's been, we launched our first proper one. It was like start of 17. So wow. And yeah. now it's your full time job. Yeah, it was my yeah. full-time job after about a year. Okay. So, so I moved. we moved pretty quickly. Mm. Um, but, like, we've gone through ups and downs and cycles and stuff like that. But we're pretty, pretty good place again now. Yeah, that's hectic. Was what it... it <laughs> I was going to say, was it tough with um, Chico and Normie playing footy at the time? No, like, it kind of made it easier. Because I thought, like, if we post them in clothes, it's just going to sell. Which it didn't really. Because once we started tracking data and stuff like that. And at the time, I was into drop shipping yeah. and trying to build digital marketing agencies. <laughs> and I was like, anything that was online, I was yeah, yeah. trying to do. Because all my goal at the time was if I can make $10,000 a month, I'm just going to go live in Bali. <laughs> that was it. Yeah. And like, at the time, I thought 10K a month was like massive money. I was like, that's heaps. Um, so that was just kind of the goal to get to that sort of point. But not really. Like, even our business relationship now yeah. is like very much... Like I do everything, but like I don't care that that I don't do anything because I'm very loyal, mm. and I made my decision at the time, and we signed a contract at the time yeah. where oh, this is my contract, and I'll, I'll honor it. So I've always been that way. Same way with that Cook Island thing, where I could have made a lot more money going to New Zealand mm. and playing like one game and fucking around getting on the piss in England, yeah. but I, I gave my word to my coach at the time. So yeah, it's probably a thing that I'm always sort of stuck by, and. I don't know, it just helps you sleep better at night. Yeah. It must be pretty hectic though. Like what does a day in the life of ice look like? Um, it's been I like it. I love doing heaps of different things. I don't have a girlfriend or family, so that's probably a consequence of yep. the stuff that I do. But day in the life, up about four, four thirty, um, try and get moving yep. as quick as I can, just come to work, put on my shift and go home. It's nothing too crazy, bro. Like um yep. Fuck today! Like I had a photo shoot from seven till nine. Had a couple of meetings, but then I went to go do my scooter test, like my knowledge. And I fucking failed. Oh, bro. Really? Oh, bro, I feel like the dumbest. How, what'd cunt. you fail on? What, what the, part? I don't know, the knowledge test. Oh, the knowledge <laughs> test. Yeah. Crack. No, I wouldn't. Bro, and the thing is, like, I pride myself on IQ. Like, I, I yeah. like to think of myself as quite smart. So yeah. I was like, I don't need to study for this. Oh, and like, right. I just come out of the meeting. I was thinking about these design things. I was like, oh, let me just rock up. But I failed the cunt. You must have one of those mandatory <laughs> questions wrong with like the signs or something. Yeah. Do you know when there's two questions yeah. and they almost sound the same thing? <laughs> I was like, there was a couple of those. I'm like, fuck, oh. fuck, fuck. Paul <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> rattled you. <laughs> yeah, Paul <couple laughs> rattled me, eh? But that was my day today. And then um, had a couple more meetings, designs, and then, yeah, yeah party with you. Ooh. Beauty. <laughs> <laughs> way to wrap up the week. Yeah. I normally work Saturdays as well, yep. but I'm yeah. a little bit back, uh, a little bit free, so I'm going to have the weekend off. Yeah, fair. Did you expect YKTR to be what it is now, like when you first sort of started up, or like oh. you said, the goal ten thousand a month? Now it's into this yeah. studio content creation. Just it's gone into it's yeah. gone through different um, 
like chapters and sort of shit like that. But I kind of did, bro. Yep. And then mm. when I think of YKCR now, like I don't think we're operating anywhere near where we should be because I've just been distracted yep. for the past two years just babysitting with the boys. <laughs> 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 um, but like, um, like I look around, like I think, I generally, and I don't, like when I say this, I don't even have an inkling of doubt. I think I'm going to be a really good entre entrepreneur by the mm. time my day's done. I think I'm going to give a lot of value to a lot of people. And I think I'm going to build some pretty cool things. And like when I say that, I, I don't have a single bit of doubt in me. Mm. So I like, this is, this might not always be the journey. This might be the thing I'm remembered for. But I know this is just where I need to be right now. And I love it. So um, do I think, did I think we'd be this big? Yeah, but I don't think we're big. That's the probably yeah. difference in how we think yeah, what's been your biggest learning since starting up um, I think probably recently like we had all the sports boys in so yeah. I think my biggest fault of mine is like I always want to help those closest to me and like because I don't have a family like I saw my friends as my family so initially mm -hmm. I'll always give people an opportunity um, to like thrive and what actually happened with all the boys was it's like they just got money from elsewhere or bigger money elsewhere yeah. and they all left where my big thing's always sort of been loyalty i'm yeah. like mm. bro i provided this opportunity like when you guys haven't had money i've given you money and food and clothes off my back and shit like that so i think that's probably the biggest lesson i've learned yeah but like um and probably the other part is like a lot of people aren't aspirational in terms of visionary where um they want to surround themselves with those types of people so i feel like i am that person mm. And like I know I sound super confident or arrogant right now, but I think I got that skill set. And yeah. you just go through all these chapters of business that you sort of learn about. But probably like I know you guys. Are you guys friends? So we're cousins, and oh, then yeah. mates from high school, and then now just yeah, all three of us, mate. Yeah. yeah. Have you had guys had the like the equity conversation and sort of shit like that? Or yeah, yeah, we had like at the start. Is it just thirds? Is that yeah, just thirds yeah. between yeah. us. Yeah. yeah. But at the start, it was like people that could have been in, like, and then they're like, oh, I can't commit to it, and then. Now it's just us three just all committed and yeah. that's how it is. So. Yeah. And and the things that things are gonna happen is things are gonna change. Mm -hmm. Like you might you might have a kid next year and your priorities change. And that's what happened with Scope, where Scope was super loyal to me, but then he had a baby and a family. His loyalty should be with his family, not yeah. to me. But the consequence of that is like our friendship. Yep. You, know, yeah. you know what I mean? Because if you moved in that sort of disloyal way and I value loyalty so much, like we'll say hello and like we're not I don't hate him or anything, mm. but like we're not gonna sit at the table and like he's not my clothes off her back anymore. You you know what yeah. I mean? That's yeah. just how I like to see it. So it's – and I had a podcast yesterday that embrace uncertainty was one of the key takeaways from it and don't be so fixed on the outcome. Because mm. there's times where you guys might get fucking ten times bigger than you are right now and what's going to happen is you're going to miss the times that when it was so much easier. Yeah. yeah. And I think about times when it, when it used to be just me and yeah. I was working all the time. I don't really miss those times but I remember <laughs> like – this is a lot easier than having eight staff that are ungrateful to be here. And you're thinking like, how am I going to pay this guy? And I'm paying this guy and now he's outside skateboarding. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. So yeah. like, you guys will figure it out, yeah. but just like, don't be so attached on the outcome. And if you focus on, mm. this is the best podcast I can make today. Um, over time, when you look back, you're like, oh shit, we built that. Will Smith's got this great analogy and his dad <coughs> made him build a brick wall over mm. the course of a summer. And he goes, fuck that. Like, it's going to say, oh, he didn't say that, but he's going, <laughs> fuck this camp. <laughs> so basically he was yeah. going, oh, how do you build a brick wall? And he goes, you don't build a brick wall. You just focus on laying a brick perfectly every single time. Yeah. And you do that day after day after day. When you look back, you've got a brick wall. And I, I feel, feel guilty of that. Like, my life's fucking sick. Like, I got back from Japan. I'm back here making clothes, cool content, signing yeah. podcast deals. I'm off to New York tomorrow. And even times I find myself being ungrateful. 
you know what I mean? Because this is like my normal life now. Sometimes I have to sort of slow it down and like, what's the best thing I can do today? And I'm still learning that. So mm. I'm not fucking perfect by but, any sense. But you're 100% right about like just embracing and appreciating the little things. Like we've been doing podcasts for like a year now. And if you were to ask us what we wanted when we first started, oh, like 10 people to listen, 100 likes on a post. And then now like you get that and then it's like, okay, what's next? Okay, yeah, what's next? it's a trap, and, bro. It's a trap. And then, like, yeah. we're here now. And if you would have said, like, we're interviewing you, for instance, now we got sponsors, you go, we would have been on the floor. On the floor. Yeah. 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 Take yeah. me now. I've seen it all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you look at it now, you're just like, okay, I've got to take a step back and be like, look where I am and yeah. just be happy that it's all happening. Oh, you guys should be at the pub after this. Uh, <laughs> like, cheers. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. And, like, the thing is, like, and what I've sort of figured out is, and, like, because I've always kind of driven things, expectations, goals, blah, 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 mm. like, what you want to figure out is you don't want to be successful on your own too. Yeah. Like I could easily take off and like people have offered me bigger money, bigger jobs to do different things, but I'd be on my, like I'd rather build stuff as a team. Yeah. Like I was sitting in front of the Eiffel Tower last year and it was just me and I was just like, chink, took a photo and took off. Like, you know, <laughs> I had no one there to share the experience yeah. with. So part of success in life is like shared experiences. And that's why team sports are so great. Yeah. You got 17 guys on a single night when everyone's fucking looking you and there's so much pressure on you, you get a win, you remember those experiences so much more because it's shared. Yeah, mm. that's so true. Like without these boys, it'd be so hard to stay motivated yeah. and like actually yeah. want to do it because like the best part is when we're together and like succeeding together. Yeah. Sharing the wins especially. Yeah, yeah, the wins are this. the best. Getting your first try score together or something. <laughs> <laughs> Can't beat that. But know, bro. Um, bro, the reason why me and Normie, because I used to hate Normie when I first met him. Because oh, really? like, is it like, I didn't hate him, but he just brushed me on the night, like night out. And oh. I was like, because Chico was real tight with him. I was like, hey, bro, I said, hey, bro, I just like clap me like that. Oh. We were trying to chat up a chick, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Standard Normie. So, um, but the reason why we clicked so much is we went to a pub and we're playing pokies, bro, and I couldn't lose. So I won $20,000. On the in, slaps. Uh, on the no slaps, way. bro, yeah. On a, in about an hour and a half. That's so crazy. What machine? Um, Genghis was, Khan, was, sure. Nah, Genghis Khan no? wasn't around. There's no lightnings oh, back there. Oh, wow. It was um, it was at it was in Bricky Bricky Point. Is that a place? The palace, the palace okay. in Bricky Point yeah. over in Tigers Land. Um, I had two house links. Oh, but at the time, bro, anything under eight hundred dollars would would either red, black, or suit. Like that was just the rules really? we played. Eight <laughs> hundred. Yeah. Anything That's under eight hundred, and like, well, hey, boys, I've just hit six hundred, and would I? No, if it was over four hundred, would red, black it. If it was under four hundred, would try and suit it. it. And what about twenty k? <laughs> you try and double that up. No. <laughs> so I had a ten k house link, and then I had a five. Oh, six and a half thousand house link, and bro, I just couldn't miss, bro. That's like, crazy. Go like that feature, feature, like black, black, red, and oh. it'd be like 100, like 200, 400, 800. Like, it was they crazy. don't come up, come around every day, no, those, those sort of days. That was the first day. That was the first day I hung out with Norms. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, wow. To close off your career and all your wins that we've talk, talked about, the footy, Four Nation, uh, World Cup, sorry, and YKTR, we have a win that we like to talk over you. So last year in Christmas, Oztag. Oh, our team, us? yeah, Dirty Dozen Oztag, uh, coached by our dad, Niven Cleary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we actually beat you 8 7. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, so a team stuck with Lewis Brown, Horro, and yourself. We had a good side, eh? Yeah, but we, yeah. just, we used to just clash, bro. <laughs> you guys just look like flick passing, like yeah, cutouts. No, I loved what? it. I love watching you guys play. Uh, <laughs> nah, that's the uh. worst. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were so bad. I didn't realize like, how bad we were. Because tag's just a different yeah. sport. Yeah, Razzioli. Well, do you reckon anything Razzioli. translates from NRL, like passing nah, game or what? You think it does. Like, yeah, obviously there's like the basic skill set yeah, that travels yeah. there. But like the way, say, like me, Chico and Louis would see a game would be different than if 
fuck this cunt who's, who's an accountant who's playing yeah. the yeah. <laughs> You know, he would sweep down the blind side and it'd be like three on two and he's just like, <laughs> he's like looking back or he'll just drop under for no reason. We're yeah. just like fucking three on two. So yeah. And then like get angry and then we're yeah. all egotistical. So yeah. Yeah. we'll just fight between each other. So yeah, we're a bad side. <laughs> no chemistry whatsoever. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Okay, let's talk. Let's do some fun stuff. We got a game called play on or penalty. So obviously you played NRL, so you know play on means like you yeah, agree, yeah. penalty, disagree, sin bin if you, you don't like it, and you can send someone off, whatever. Yeah. Okay, first question: having a photo of yourself as your lock screen. Uh penalty. Why? So sin off the worst. Yeah. Um, and here's a good one for you. And no, I'll go. I'll go play on. What, you're gonna play play because there might be a motivation for you to lose weight. Oh, okay, there you go. Good. Okay, so so you're, you're not talking to your normal football players. Yeah. Now, <laughs> so yourself looking a bit thick. You're like you just look at it every day. Like I'm gonna try. I it. say this when you start a business. The first thing you should do is create a logo and put it as your home screen because it makes really? it look a little bit more real. It's like the account. But how many times you look at your phone? Imagine you look at your times. phone. You're out of shape every time. Yeah, yeah. you're going for That's a run true. in the Arvo. Yeah. A girl goes, "Give me your number." You're like, "No, you give me yours." All right, next one. Having a first name is your last name. Is that a crack at me? No. <laughs> We're not saying anything. Yeah. No, last name. Uh, play, play on, on, surely. Yeah, have to play on. I think the triple first is the, is the triple. Yeah. yeah. A couple of good guys. Uh, we had a few around here. Jackson Thomas was like another yeah. one. Yeah. Craig David, one of the greats. No. Yeah. <laughs> so well, a couple Cam- of Campbell, Campbell Graham's the opposite. Of two Campbell. last names. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a weird one, eh? He's, he's got a really weird name. It sounds like it should have a hyphen there, eh? Yeah, yeah. like Campbell Giller, you know. There you yeah. Go. <laughs> okay, next one. Drying yourself while still in the shower. Send off. That's like... Yeah. There's someone, oh, wait, so you're... You fl- turn the shower so off. You're, in, and you're, you're, in, you're within the shower and you fully dry yourself. Oh, I don't think I've done it. So I'd go penalty. Yeah. Yep. Bit red flaggy, eh? But <laughs> Surely jump out. Do you guys have shower beers? No, what are they? We have a beer in the shower. Shower oh, beers? Shower, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Maybe on holiday once, but yeah. no, it's not a That thing. sounds depressing to me, eh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really? Shower yeah, beer. one of the boys goes, best beer is like a shower beer. I was like, no, it's an airport nah, beer. That's not <laughs> <laughs> airport beer or after work beer, for sure. Uh, airport. Because right. uh, you're going somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Vodka raspberries. Oh, I hope they play on. Just timing. You just can't have too much of them, yeah. right? Yeah. That's the only thing. Too many calories. Drag, no, drag you back on like a day two, like... Boys are you walked into a into the pub and the boys are six deep and you got a quick catch up. <laughs> Get in the raspberries, bro. Yeah. What's or it, shandy. Shandy's have you got one. a go to when you're out? Uh, I drink vodka lime soda. Yeah, uh, the best. but uh spicy margarita is my drink. It's I haven't good. had a drink in five, six weeks, I don't have a drink tonight, so <laughs> oh, it's gonna be a good night. Yeah, spicy then. margs are my favorite. Is your boy drinking? Too young. Spicy yeah. good. Uh, Too young. Love a marg. Big, big, not, big not expensive. A spicy mark, yeah. Maybe maybe on his shout. I've got, <laughs> yeah, I've got Simi yeah, hanging around with me and cunt never shouts. <laughs> <laughs> go to the bar for pre drinks like three fifty. Like, <laughs> Happy hour. Plus being three hundred and something else. you mentioned you go out a lot. What about shitting in a nightclub? Uh, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. So I'd go, <laughs> I'd go penalty. Like if you can avoid it, but fuck, what are you going to do? You got to go. You got to go. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Some of those you know what you, I was thinking about this the other day. <laughs> so when you have shit in the public toilets, like obviously and it, it's public, you just got to make sure it's quick enough that people think it's a piss. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. the so rule, you get an out, bro. quick wipe and you're done. Yeah, <laughs> just when you get in, just squeeze straight away so it comes out <laughs> and then maybe put toilet paper down so it's not so loud. <laughs> and no scrolling on the phone takes no, too long. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> so in, out, and even if you chop it in half, fuck. 
I remember like the, the shit just before a game when there's like a two minute warning. So when you're in the sheds, they'll be like, two minute warning or the buzzer goes off. Yeah. Fuck, sometimes you just need a shit there and you can't hold. It's the worst. So you're literally oh, shitting chop, yourself. Shit it and then you have to chop it in half and then you just got to play a game of football. Because oh. <laughs> you've got like chaos, you know, um, what's it called? Like just caffeine. Yeah. Rolling through, yeah, yeah, and just goes straight yeah. through. <laughs> but penalty, you just penalty? Get, yeah, yeah, wouldn't do it, but if you have to, you have to. Yeah, if you're desperate, mm. you're desperate. All right, well, we always do this with our guests. It's called the ice quiz. So we ask our guests. That's called the ice quiz, or just well, no, nah. <laughs> but it's a quiz for basically the guests to see how well they know their footy career, brands, and whatever in between. So five questions, you need three to pass. Are you confident you remember? <laughs> who's the, who's been the worst? Uh, the worst was Cam- Campbell Graham or Jacob Host. Yeah. Jacob Host was tough. We gave him none. Is it, it's a hard to podcast when you're all in a row. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it like is, you're it on is. the footy bench, eh? Like, yeah. <laughs> we need well, to get a studio like this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're doing all taps on the sides like this, so yeah. you go back and you'll see taps and yeah, grabs. We have our signals. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. let's see how good you know. So you scored your first ever try against the Dragons in 2010. You received the ball from a Kevin Lock line break. Yeah, easy try. But and you scored under the post. But three Dragons players almost tackled you before the try line. Yeah. Can you name these three Dragons S- players? Soward Morris. I wouldn't know who the other one was. Ooh, you want a who? Want a clue? Yeah, it's a back. Play for New Zealand. Oh, Dragons legend team. winger. Oh, Nightingale. Yeah, yeah. 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 so Morris Nightingale. Legend. Legend. He's one of the greats. <laughs> legend. New Zealand legend. One, one of the greats. Look <laughs> like Wiki. <laughs> we'll, we'll pay that for you. Ready? So number two, most individual points scored in a rugby league games by yourself. Um, NRL, NRL Super League, and international. Oh, I was kicking over in Super League. Mm, you were. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was it against Warrington? It was against Ooh. Warrington. Oh, okay, it was. Yeah. No, do, 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 do you remember uh, how you scored? How you scored points wise? Uh, so I would have thought I've been over twice. He's thinking. Fourteen. So yeah, so yes. you, you guys scored 30 points and lost to 32 to Warrington. Yeah. Uh, you scored a try and five conversions. Do you know why I remember that game, why? bro? Because um, no, one, no one wanted to kick that year and I hadn't kicked in like years. So I started kicking throughout the season and like over in England, a lot of the boys, just natural kickers of the ball through soccer. And um, I remember that game because I, I had a lot of them and um, someone on Twitter was like, fuck, good to see like John actually kicking. <laughs> and that's how I remember it, bro. <laughs> Twitter, so you like yeah, it. Yeah, you remember that. That's all I remember. Wow. Hey, Fuck, t- that's a good memory. Two out of two, we'll give you that. That was good. Very good. <laughs> Number three, your YKTR YouTube channel, obviously a hit, over 30,000 subscribers so far. Out of all your videos, which one holds the title for the most viewed? I'll give you multiple choice. Uh, oh, you're the, the Paradise one? He's good. It's wow. Last Day in Paradise. If you paradise. can tell us how many viewers, you're a freak. Uh, on. Um, on YouTube. 110,000? 128,000. Oh, close shit. enough. But you, yeah, you had Chico's debut for the Broncos close there at 69,000 as well. Yeah. What about um, Return the to Paradise with Normie going back there? Was that up there or? No. Nah, well, not in our list. And then you had Ice Opens Up on Scope Levy. That yeah. was 47,000. So. Yeah, everyone loves a bit of drama. Right? Yeah, everyone, everyone <laughs> um, rugby League so far. Yeah, interesting. I thought, yeah. and then I'd done the game day one of Normie where he hit the drop against Tigers one yeah. time. Yeah, I did. Yeah, but like um, no one was doing that shit at the time, no. so it was real cool, eh? Yeah. That's shit just editing when I look back. <laughs> I, I thought it was elite. <laughs> at the time, you're like, fuck, I'm yeah. going to kill this video. We do, we do the same. We're like, oh, boys, this this video is the shit. And we look back like, oh, my God, yeah. we are, please yeah. delete yeah. us. Yeah. Uh, but you're going good. Three out of three. All right, your nickname is Ice. So at what temperature does water freeze into ice in degrees Celsius? It'd be zero, wouldn't it? Fuck, he's... 
He's 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 zero, yeah. yes. And what's boiling? 100 degrees. 100 degrees. Yeah. Mick, you've made this too <laughs> easy. I thought I did hard. <laughs> you're still going to All right, well, hopefully Mate, number five stumps. Well, he passed this. He didn't pass his driving test. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a scooter license. Yeah. Yeah. How I did knew. you get the nickname Ice? How did that come about? Um, so my nickname, my parents and they used to call me Izzy. Like, that was my nickname yeah, growing yeah. up. Just because I was the baby of the family. Um, but Sonny Fye, who passed, like, yeah. you guys might have been a bit young, but, like, he... He was going to be the next big thing. Mm. Um, he ended up drowning, saving his brother oh, when yeah, we were in that preseason. That. But I just walked into training one time. We were the same age. He just started calling me Ice. But I got a few like variations yeah. of people. Uh, they call me Ice. Like, a drink's always better with Ice. Uh, <laughs> okay. uh, addictive. Yeah. Yeah. Ice. Uh, pretty good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool yeah. Under pressure. Ice, man. Cool, cool under ice. pressure. Yeah. But normally used to say when the heat's on him, he starts to mount. But the reason, actual reason why is... Um, I went to draw blood one time out of my veins and ice was in him. Oh, <laughs> stop it. Stop I had, I had Are we interviewing Nathan Cleary? Yeah. Far out. The Iceman. Yeah. Boys, the, the duck two points. <laughs> so uh, he needs last, this to pass. Last I had the boys go like, yeah, what's he going to say? <laughs> if you get this one, King, five out of five. Let's go back to your first and only career hat trick. We spoke about it. Can you name the individual players who assisted you for each try? Uh, Come on, boys! I think we got him here. So got to get all three. Well, so like, what? So, so who, so who assisted you for each try? Yeah. Right, first try, I scored straight off the rock, so it had to be a hooker. Was it Kevin Kingston? First one? Uh, or was it you're right. It was, was, it was a, a hooker, dummy half. but one of the halves filled in for hooker. Oh, Lucky Walsh. Oh, he's uh, Matt Moylan. Oh, he's not a half. He's fullback. Oh, was he fullback? Yeah, yeah. He, was, he was very insane. Oh, so it was a quick play. He, he went in there and passed it to you. Uh, second one, Louis Brown passed yep, me through the inside. The third one was off a kick. I can't remember who it was. Um, right side center rolled through. Oh, um, it was David Simmons. Yeah, Please. David Simmons. Oh, that's pretty good. Off a kick. I'll yeah. give him that. We'll give him that. You yeah. give him that point. Yeah. yeah. The, the the hooker one was hard. Yeah, because yeah, it wasn't the hooker. I was like, what's, <laughs> I was like, what's Moylan doing at hooker? Yeah. <laughs> I'll get him here. Would have just been a quick play of the ball. Yeah. I remember when that happened, bro. Because I remember like I was at first receiving. I looked in. There was no one there. And I was just kind of like, oh fuck, I'm just gonna have to run here. <laughs> and then I seen Rusty Packer in front of me. Later. <laughs> that was good. You got him. Um, yeah, good five did, out of five. Did you do a celebration when you scored that first try? Nah, because there was, I think. Oh, it was the third a, one. Sorry, the third one. Nah, because it was kind of like the game was sort of out of, uh, yeah, I don't know. No ice in the veins? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a celebration at the time. But I remember just trying to be why we walk around real slow, yeah. like it was nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Watch the Hattie. Yeah. I have no, has no one really scored these. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, Cherry Evans missed me the other, when he scored a hat trick, and I missed him, congratulations, kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And he goes, have you scored a hat trick? He goes, yeah. He goes, in first grade? I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> NRL. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, but we, we do thank you on. One thing we do with all our guests is our producer over here, Hasbulla. We get all our guests to sign the back of him. Is that life size? It's, he's no, he's smaller, smaller than way smaller. Smaller. Okay. A pen in the bag over there. Yep. Um, yeah, so we get all the guests to sign the back. So we've got some prestigious people. Gay Waterhouse, Campbell Graham's there, Richie Vass. You can... Ink your name. You're about to get the text. Take up. your pick wherever Take you want. Take your pick wherever you want. You'll go down in our cast history. I'll put him by the veins, bro. <laughs> oh, right near the veins. Love it. Look at that. Thank Beautiful. you very much, Ice. Yeah, good. And no just worries, before you go, Ice, we ask all our guests go to Macca's order. Have you got one? Yeah, 100. Everyone, um, everyone has one. Uh, it's just a medium cheeseburger combo, but I put mayonnaise in the burger. Yeah, mayonnaise, really? Is what? That, is that good? What? Yeah, fucking hell. Mayonnaise in the... In a cheeseburger? Yeah, try it. Try it. I'm going to try please. that. Yeah. <laughs> Put it on camera. 
So yeah, you get a cheeseburger with the steamed buns. Yeah, yeah it has then, to be steamed. Yeah, buns. but they call it like McChicken sauce was the mayo in it. Yeah, okay. but I try to change your life. I'll definitely. That's try a that. kiwi thing. Have right? you tried the sweet and sour sauce with aioli with the nuggets? Nah. Try that, and That's I want to see what you reckon. That sounds advanced. We get it every weekend. It's bad. We're nugget connoisseurs. Oh yeah, we've tried every combination. I get um, I get I get three nuggets as well. Like I don't really, I don't know. I hate eating junk food and feeling yuck after, like trying to have that yeah. right amount, which yeah. is hard. Yeah. But I love a caramel sundae every now and then too. Yeah. That's the order. Yeah. <laughs> yeah good. What do you guys order? Medium Big Mac meal. You could be here all night if, if I'm going to tell you yeah. mine. <laughs> we normally get that. You would just say that thing. Yeah. Yeah. value box. <laughs> no, when it's us three, we get the big box and yeah. it ends up being like two burgers each, nuggets, chips. Drinks. Normally it's a scissors, paper, rock for who pays. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's all right. Jimmy, do rock, do rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, all right, boys. Fuck, thanks for having me. Yeah, appreciate yeah. it. Thank you very much Thank for coming much. on. And uh, obviously, we look up to you and what you've done for the rugby league content space. And uh, hopefully, this is not the first and last interview we do with you. Yeah, thanks, boys. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you very much. Shout out, Dabble. <laughs> <laughs>